0: Hello, I'm Erica Lacasse, and this is the Messy Messianic Mama Podcast. Today we'll be talking about where is the hope? Stick around for some hope healing and maybe even some laughs. Today's Torah portion is Viaqui, which means, and he lived. You can find it in Genesis chapter 47, verses 28 to chapter 50, verse 26. The half Torah portion is 1 Kings chapter 2 verses 1 through 12 and the Brit Hadashah is Matthew chapter 11 verses 21 and 22. Thank you all for tuning in again for another podcast. I wanted to talk today about where is the hope and we're going to be delving quite a bit into the word jumping in uh, all over the place and really wanted to discuss this because this time of year for many people can be very difficult Um, For whatever reason, a lot of people lose family members around this time of year. And even if you haven't lost someone particularly this time of year, you could have lost somebody anytime. And because it has to do with this particular season where there are a lot of holidays for a lot of believers and even non-believers, it's Christmas. For some of us, it's Hanukkah. And it's just a time where there's a lot of family time. And when that person is no longer there, you obviously are going to miss some of that family time and it can bring you to thoughts of hopelessness. Now, obviously it doesn't have to do with losing somebody or death of a family member. It could be anything in your life that could cause you anxiety or depression, Something that I did not know, which is crazy to me um, that there is a direct correlation between anxiety and depression, which the reason it's crazy is because since, man, my entire life I've had issues and problems with anxiety and every so often I would also have problems with being depressed, but not to the extent of anxiety, of being anxious about things. Um, I know I've talked about previously in other podcast episodes where as a kid i would get so excited and worked up and just anxious about trips we were taking as a family or sleeping over at a friend's house or the first day of school that i would become physically ill i would throw up the night before any of this would happen to the point where my mom Thought she was being really smart and uh, God bless her. She was trying <laughs> trying to uh, keep me from getting sick. And I remember one time we were going to this wonderful woman, Ruth Prey's house, and she didn't tell me that we were going to be going on a trip. She was making it a surprise. And so I think she must have packed for me or something. And we got in the car and we're going on the trip and she tells me where we're going and I'm all excited and happy about it and that night at her house i got sick so there was no wedding for me as a child however you know i I think it really cropped up again when uh, i got married and two weeks later my husband went to afghanistan this was a time when in 2004 they were searching for osama bin laden in afghanistan and and it made me very anxious especially because i didn't hear from him for man I was lucky to hear from him maybe every two months and it would be a five minute satellite phone call with the wind and the sand blowing. I could barely hear him. So basically it was proof of life type of type of phone call. He didn't write me letters cause he doesn't like writing. And so I was basically just hoping he was okay. This is the time I also stopped watching the news because they would constantly have, um, the news about what was going on in Afghanistan where, you know, different people were being blown up and I never knew if that was my husband and if I would have, A Marine dressed to the nines coming to my door letting me know that my husband had died. So that obviously made me very anxious. But it also brought me back to God because during that time I was not walking with the Lord. And my husband, my atheist husband at the time, suggested I go and get a counselor and go to church. And I did both of those things and it really made a difference. But if you're struggling with anxiety or depression, I would absolutely encourage you to go find a good counselor who's a faith-filled, Bible-believing counselor, but also has the degree as well. All of that to say that a lot of us struggle with anxiety and depression, and I know especially since COVID hit, it has skyrocketed. There have been so many suicides and so many people having to, or needing to take medication because of their anxiety and depression levels. Now they are directly correlated because there are times where, um, especially when you tend to be prone to anxiety, you automatically go to the worst case scenario in any given situation, which of course can make you very depressed. And I know that there are a lot of people who are struggling with their identity and a lot of us who are just dealing with everyday life that can just become so overwhelming i'm going to be honest with you the past uh few weeks i've actually been feeling pretty depressed and it's really not because anything terrible is happening in my life it's simply i have so much going on in my life it's overwhelming to the point where i feel like i'm being buried alive sometimes and it's obviously makes me feel very depressed because of that, because I just feel overwhelmed with everything that I need to do and get done at a certain amount of time. And what we all need to cling to and remember is that the Lord is on our side and the Lord is with us every step of the way. Even when we don't feel like he is, I am going to go to what my mother always reverted to. Every time I was feeling anxious, she always went to philippians chapter 4 verses 6 to 9 but i'm going to read you 4 through 9. it says rejoice in the lord always again i will say rejoice let your gentleness be known to all people the lord is telling you to rejoice in all things whether we're feeling happy or sad angry or mad we are to rejoice in the lord always which is a lot easier said than done and then it says do not be anxious about anything but in everything By prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the shalom of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Messiah Yeshua. So we are to not be anxious about anything. And when we are feeling that way, we need to let our requests be made known to Adonai. Petition him and say, Lord, help me with this burden. And he will give us the peace that surpasses all understanding to help us walk through whatever it is that we're going through. In and it's funny because I'm going to my one of my favorite verses in the Bible, and I recognize that this verse. A lot of people feel is taken out of context. It is written for the Israelite people when they were going to be dealing with uh, 70 years of exile. However, these truths are true for all of us, not just for the Israelite people. These truths are are things that we should take as pearls of wisdom and hide deep in our hearts to remind us so that when we have moments of anxiety and, and Depression, we can take these out and be reminded of God's faithfulness and his love for his people. Which is also us because we have been grafted in because of Yeshua and his sacrifice. Jeremiah 29, 11. I'm going to read Jeremiah 29, 11, uh, verses 11 to 13. It says, for I know the plans that I have in mind for you, declares Adonai. Plans for shalom and not calamity. To give you a future and a hope. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you will search for me with all your heart. There have been times in my life where I have seriously contemplated suicide. Um, two absolutely come to my mind. The first one was when I was actually pregnant with my first son. And I've talked about this in a previous podcast. It might have been in the introduction podcast where... I was pregnant with my son and I just found out that his biological father had cheated on me with my best friend and I just did not know how I could possibly do this alone. I did not, my family did not know that I was pregnant at the time. I was keeping, I kept it hidden for about four months and this is probably about that time um, where I just came home from hanging out with my friends. And I remember I had gotten a knife out of the knife drawer and was ready to stab myself, which is also nuts because most people uh typically uh, especially with women do not violently take their deaths uh we're more well known for taking overdoses on pills or um i guess slitting your wrist at this point if you have not figured out this is a rather sensitive subject you may or may not want your young children listening to this but i had taken this knife and was going to stab myself in the chest And I clearly heard the voice of the Lord. And he asked me what I was doing. And did I not know that I was his and that he loved me and that the child I was going to bear, his name would be Zion. And he would be a blessing and a light to me. Which obviously kept me from doing such a terrible act. And I'm so grateful for that. But I was at my lowest of lows during one of those, during that time. I I could not see a way out. I was so hopeless. And the irony here is that I'm completely against abortion, but I was not thinking about the child I was carrying. I was thinking about the pain I was experiencing, the emotional pain I was experiencing, and not thinking about um, the life I was also going to end while ending my own, which a lot of times happens with those who have thought about suicide. We're not thinking about the people that we're leaving behind because it really is a selfish act because we're all we're thinking about is the pain that we are experiencing, that we cannot endure. And we're not thinking about those that we'll leave behind or those that we could also harm in the process when we choose to make that kind of decision. The second time was when we were in living in Hawaii. And I remember probably a year, maybe into learning about my allergies and not really having any answers and not knowing why it was I'd have these quarter sized blisters on my hands and it felt like second degree burns and I wanted to rip my skin off and it was excruciatingly painful and I felt absolutely worthless because I could not do anything. I couldn't take care of my children. I couldn't pick them up and love on them cause it hurt. I couldn't even fold laundry. I couldn't cook because heat exacerbated the, the pain. It was excruciating and I remember laying, in with my face and my knees up to my face cradled on the ground in my closet. It was a very nice walk-in closet and just weeping and crying. And I think I thankfully cried out and I texted my husband and told him like, I'm just done. I can't do this anymore. Thankfully he rushed home from work and was able to talk me through it and talk me out of it. Um, just wanting to end it. I'm being done. I just, I couldn't handle the pain anymore. I just couldn't do it. And I think when we forget, we forget about the pain that we might be experiencing, but also the pain that others are experiencing. We think that we're alone. And I think that that might be the most dangerous thing about having experiencing anxiety and depression because if you're a human being at some point in your life you will experience anxiety and you probably will experience some form of depression it may not be extreme but you will have some experience with it and i pray that you don't ever have to experience that but when you do we need to remember where our hope is in isaiah 40 chapter uh chapter 40 verses 28 to 31 it says Have you not known? Have you not heard? Adonai is the eternal God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not grow tired or weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives strength to the weary and to one without vigor. He adds might. Even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. But they who wait for Adonai will renew their strength. They will soar up with wings as eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So many times we think that we are alone in our pain. And we're not because I don't know, Yeshua is with us all the time. He's with us in every season of our lives. He's with, with us whether we feel him there or not. He is there. And if you're willing to sit, be still and wait upon the Lord, he will renew your strength. He will comfort you. And it may not be in your timing, but it is in his timing. And it will happen. In Psalms chapter 34, verses 1 through 23, it says, Of David, when he feigned insanity before Abimelech, who drove him away and he left. I love that, that they actually refer to this time when when David pretended to be crazy to save his own life. It says, I will bless Adonai at all times. His praise is continually in my mouth. My soul boasts in Adonai. The humble ones hear of it and rejoice. Magnify Adonai with me and let us exalt his name together. I saw Adonai and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. They who looked to him were radiant and their faces will never be ashamed. This poor man cried and Adonai heard and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of Adonai encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Taste and see how good Adonai is. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Fear Adonai, his Kedoshim, his righteous ones. For those who fear him lack nothing. Young lions may lack and go hungry, but those who seek Adonai want for no good thing. Come, children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of Adonai. Who is the one who delights in life and loves to see good days? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking treachery. Depart from evil and do good. Seek shalom and pursue it. The eyes of Adonai are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their cry. The face of Adonai is against evildoers to cut off the memory of them from the earth. The righteous cry out and Adonai hears and delivers them from all their troubles. Adonai is close to the brokenhearted and saves them crushed those crushed in spirit. Many are the distresses of the righteous, but Adonai delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones. Not one of them is broken. Evil kills the wicked. Those who hate the righteous will be held guilty. Adonai redeems the soul of his servants. No one who takes refuge in him will be held guilty. There are times when we think that we cannot run and to the Lord with Our problems because we feel guilty we've done something that we feel like cannot possibly be forgivable but the lord will forgive us the lord will absolutely let you come to him in fact he tells you come to me all you who are weary and i will give you rest so you can lay down your burdens and ask for his forgiveness repent for what it is that you have done wrong and he will choose to forgive you and love you and show you a better way. In Psalms 91, 1 through 15, I would read this entire Psalm almost every single day in prayer for my husband, every time that he was deployed, especially when he was in danger, he who dwells in the shelter of Elion will abide in the shadow of Shaddai. I will say of Aronai, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust for he will rescue you from the hunter's trap and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is body, armor, and shield. You will not fear the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the plague that stalks in the darkness, nor the scourge that lays waste at noon. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look on with with your eyes and see the wicked paid back. For you have made Elion your dwelling, even Adonai, who is my refuge. So no evil will befall you, nor any plague will come near your tent. For he will give his angels charge over you to guard you in all your ways. Upon their hands they will lift you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and cobra, trample the young lion and serpent. Because he has devoted his love to me, I will deliver him. I will set him securely on high, because he knows my name. When he calls on me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. How good is it to know that Adonai will be with us and protect us? Now, it does not mean that we will have not have troubles. It does not mean that we won't have situations in our life that will cause us anxiety and depression. It means that we, when we wait upon the Lord and when we seek to be under His wings, seek His refuge. That he, and we call upon His name, He will be with us and He will protect us. This next one, I always think of uh, the movie Titanic, um, because they actually have a really poignant uh, scene at the end when they're rushing to go to the the back of the boat to try to stay on the boat for as long as possible to. To live for as long as possible and there's a priest who everyone is holding on to his hands and he's reciting this verse and it's so true it says revelations chapter 21 verses one through five then i saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and the sea was no more i also saw the holy city the new jerusalem coming down out of heaven from god prepared as a bride adorned for her husband i also heard a loud voice from the throne saying Behold, the dwelling of God is among men, and he shall tabernacle among them. They shall be his people, and God himself shall be among them and be their God. He shall wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more, nor shall there be mourning or crying or pain any longer, for the former things have passed away. And I don't know about you, but that is something that I definitely look forward to. Even though I still have these allergies, for the most part, I'm able to maintain them to um, keep them under control for lack of a better term, as long as I'm aware of my surroundings and what I'm, um, coming in contact with. But there still are times and it doesn't have to be uh, about my allergies There, it could be situations maybe with my children or my husband or something that's going on with our congregation or, you know, um, traveling to a place I've never been to where anxiety and depression just, you know, poke their little heads out and say, hey, you know, remember me? Let's, you know, let's think about all these, you know, all these times where you were anxious and depressed and, you know, and I'm like, yeah, let's think about those times. And who who rescued me from those? Adonai did. God did. In Romans chapter 15, verse 13, it says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and shalom or peace and trusting. So, you may overflow with hope in the power of the Ruach Hakodesh, the Holy Spirit. And that is my prayer for you that God would fill you with all joy and peace, so that you might trust Him and know that your hope is found in Adonai, your hope is found in Yeshua and the Ruach Hakodesh. I pray that you have, uh, if you have any prayer requests or just need somebody to talk to, You know, if you know me personally, please, you know, call me, text me, message me on Facebook. I have, you know, Messy Messianic Mom on Facebook. I have an email address. Please reach out. I will be happy to speak with you, to talk with you, to pray for you. And just know that you're not alone. Adonai is always with us, and he is with us every step of the way. He will comfort you. He will guide you. He will lead you. And he will give you the strength to live another day. Cause sometimes that's all we can do is live each day in the moment, not worrying about what's going on any other time. Now, as I do every single week, I'm going to leave you with the ironic benediction, which you can find in Numbers chapter six. Verses twenty four and twenty six. <laughs> And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you his peace. Shem Yeshua Shalom. In the name of Yeshua, the Prince of Peace, I pray. Amen. May you all have a blessed week and remember where your hope comes from. Shavua Tov. Please feel free to message me at messymessianicmama.com. Or you can email me at ELMMM3 at ProtonMail.com. That's E as in Echo, L as in Lemur, M as in Mike, M as in Mike, M as in Mike, Mike, the number three at ProtonMail.com. Also feel free to leave me a one minute voicemail message at anchor.fm forward slash Erica LaCasse. There's a button on my Anchor website that says leave a voicemail. Thank you so much, and remember to leave all messages short and sweet and to the point, and I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you.